You're listening to Middle-Aged Mornings, starring Alex Sindrich. John Mayer's Say What You Need to Say was on the radio. I think I counted it correctly. He says, say what you need to say 48 times in that song. I don't think he's getting out the words that he wants to say. James Blake. (laughs) He's a judge of that. (laughs) Uh, Sir, this is an ugly horse. Nope, it's a donkey. (laughs) I'm good to go. (laughs) And me, Greg Radcliffe. If you want to ride the deer, you're going to need to smell like them. (laughs) You're going to need to think you are a deer in order to let you ride them. Let's start our morning. All righty. Well, good morning. And uh, today we're going to have a special episode of Middle-Aged Mornings Today, which is we are are, uh, lovingly calling this the Soapbox episode. In this episode, what we've decided to do is uh, we had a little scheduling challenge trying to get the three of us, me, James, and Alec, together. This is Greg, by the way. Um, we had trouble getting us together, and so what we what we decided to do was take some time on our own and um, really take some time to, to, to what we call soapbox on various topics. And so what you're going to hear is you're going to hear a little bit of a, a little bit of a topic from me and it can be a rant it could just be something we feel like we want to talk about because frankly we have a microphone and uh, we want to (laughs) but also just to kind of hopefully have a humorous take or at least a fun take on on a certain topic so we'll be compiling those in and what you're going to hear is mine first and then you'll hear the other guys uh, coming after this so uh, stay tuned it's going to be a lot of fun with that said I want to kind of just dive right in and uh, get talking about mine and this is something that I think a lot of you listeners out there are really going to appreciate uh, because I think it's finally time something was said. And uh, this is a this is a soapbox moment that has been long time overdue for me. This is a this is something that I feel necessary to discuss. Um, like I said, is 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 a long time coming. And that specifically is the show The Bachelor. Uh, I know we've had we've had episodes in the past where we've mentioned The Bachelor, but we didn't really talk about it all that much. But I got to tell you, this is a humongous issue for me. This show, um, my wife Cassandra, she watches it, and recently, as of late, I have been watching it as well. Um, I know there's a humongous following for The Bachelor, and I I, I can't understand why. I just can't understand it. Um, and then Cassandra put it in a good perspective for me and she describes it as it's like watching a dumpster fire (laughs) because it's, there is so much, there's so much availability of things to get set on fire and to create more flame and more burning and uh, just more destruction. There's so much availability of resources within that show that it's, uh, it makes for great television. So I can't blame the producers. I think the actual idea itself is something that is incredible whoever thought of it is a genius because now it's now it's expanded on to so many different things but i want to kind of uh i want to kind of touch on some specific topics and kind of go at this from a couple different angles um so just want to share again like i mentioned before i have been watching this show recently um i have seen it in the past i've caught glimpse of bachelor in paradise and all the other iterations of it um this sort of money grab which i get no big deal nothing wrong with that but that's kind of where I want to start is that how many of these shows are we going to have? And at a certain point when this thing becomes popular, how many of it, how many of the contestants on there are just doing it because they're thinking that there's some sort of actor and they just want to be on TV? Now, I know most of you out there are thinking, oh my gosh, uh, just about 95% of them. 
because I can't fathom a world in which there are literally human beings that are actually going in their own heads and going, you know what? I'm really having trouble finding love out here in the world. I think the best place for me to do it is on television. In a, in, and I, want to, I think I can find love in 12 weeks. Every single one of these, these uh, every single one of these people are, are ridiculous. Um, it's absurd. I feel like they should all just, they should all develop a personality that's not crazy and just go to the supermarket. If you can't find people, then go, just go, go meet people and get good at actually talking to people one-on-one without a camera in your face. But I digress. Let's get into some specific rants that I've noticed. And this is going to be specific to this season. Um, I wish I would have written down the name and I, I, uh, I forget the guy's, Peter, that's the guy's name. This, this most recent season, uh, and this is, this is the beginning of February, 2020. The most recent season of this bachelor is a guy named Peter. And evidently, and I didn't realize this till last night cause I haven't watched it from the very beginning. I just watched it for the last several episodes, but Cassandra informed me that I, it's something like 30 women when he shows up at this mansion. First of all, it's a mansion. This family actually lives in this house. And this house, they basically, the, the, I don't know if it's NBC or whoever, or Fox or something, they, they come in and say, hey, we're ready to film The Bachelor. So they take, you know, three, four months and they tell the family moves elsewhere and they rent out their actual house to The Bachelor uh, crew and, and participants. Hopefully when they get back, I hope they have, I hope they Purell everything. Um, and I would hope that the booze is probably brought in by the, by the TV crew because I can't imagine there being a house with that much booze in it because every single episode there's people drinking. Um, but that's what happens. And there's 30 women. I, I can't, I don't care what kind of guy you think you are. I don't care what kind of heart you think you have. I don't care how you were raised. If you walk in to a, to a mansion that is supplied with food and booze and everybody's got great clothes on and you're surrounded as a guy and you're a single guy and you're surrounded by 30 women who, let's, let's face it, some of them might be trying to find love, but, but generally speaking, they're just enjoying the process that they're on TV and it's kind of a fun thing because at this point now it's become a show that is taken off and people all know what it is. I mean, I can understand that the first one or two seasons kind of being like, well, I'm going to try this show thing. It might be a way to find love. It kind of be an interesting concept. But now it's like everybody knows what you're getting into. Everybody knows the drama. But as a guy, 30 women who are all like, mm-hmm, I want some of this guy. I don't understand how you could get you. you uh. And then at the same time, with everything that's going on in the country right now, to have those 30 women and for you to in one night meet them and be like, meh, meh, see you later. You know, I mean, how many how many stories are there literally of couples out there who maybe have been married for a long time that perhaps the first time they met, it wasn't always the greatest. Like maybe even some of you, some of you out there listening have been married. And when you met your your spouse you were maybe dating somebody else at the time. Do you know what I mean? Like you're just, you're eliminating any kind of the possibility that there's going to find love. You're, you're just sort of, you're, you're objectifying these women in one quick moment. They try to make it sound like, well, let me tell you about your family or whatever. I don't understand it. So that's my first issue of contention is I feel like they're setting this up obviously from the beginning and I get it's a TV show, but it's from the setup from, from get go. It is a, it is a crazy, crazy mess. I picture 24-year-old Greg, let's say, because I was married at, I think, 21, um, and, um, you know, I, but I picture my, my, my even, even, even as a married 24-year-old, if I'm a 24-year-old guy or 27, I don't know how old Peter is, but if I'm, if I'm a 20, mid to late 20s guy, 
I, I can't imagine what he's going through his head when he walks into or when he stands outside a mansion and just limo after limo come out, come to the, you know, right in front of him. And these these very beautiful women walk out and their only goal is to try and get him to love her. It just seems like, I don't know, it's not a good setup for the women, first off, because let's face it, that many women all competing for the same thing is going to be is going to be disastrous. I mean, they women don't women don't fight often. And I'm, I'm generalizing. I understand everybody's different. So I'm not trying to put a general sexist brush on it. I'm just trying to say there are women will fight in a very psychological way. That's almost worse because a bunch of dudes, they just start punching each other because we're such idiots. And that's the that's I think that's what happens on The Bachelorette. I haven't seen that show all the way through, so but that's essentially what happens. Is like somebody says something off that doesn't that you don't like as a guy, you kind of just go, "What was that, bro?" Yeah, and you you talk tough for a little bit, and you 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 settle it right then and there, and you start wrestling you whatever. You have some display of of masculinity, and it's and it's over, you know. Or somebody goes to the hospital or something, you know. It's not it's not it's not better. What I'm trying to say is that that's the case that happens with men. Women, though, man, they get psychological. They get fake with people. Like uh, they, they get all smiley. They get they get really. Oh, it's just it's craziness. It's absolute craziness. So to have that, it's not set up well for the women because there's 30 women all going after the same thing, and that's just nuts. That's just I mean it's great TV, but it's crazy for the women involved. The second thing is, is it doesn't set Peter up for a very, for a very realistic experience is because he knows that all 30 of these women are like, I want to be loved by him. And I don't understand it. That's, I feel like that takes some of the, it takes some of the challenge out of it. You know what I mean? Like they should just find 30 random women who are willing to be a part of some kind of show and not really give them all the rules. So he actually like, he's not going into it with sort of, it's almost like it's, it's a handicap. It's almost like going into a football game and suddenly Peter, instead of being the underdog, he's got a 30 point advantage. So he's already way ahead because he knows that all 30 of these women and he could have, you know, he doesn't. So he doesn't really have to, you know, and I know there are probably purists out there with a bachelor or bachelorette that are like, well, no, he really wants to find love. And there are this, these couples and this couple got married. And I don't I'm not I'm not denying the fact that when a man and a woman or a woman and woman, whatever the case might be, but a man and a woman get together they can they can have a happy life. Sometimes it takes a lot more work than they might think. But generally speaking, in this environment, how many of them are actually working out, especially as it progresses forward? I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know. Second thing about The Bachelor, or the next thing, I guess, rather, I don't know if I'm numbering these or not, but the next thing about The Bachelor is, let's get down to the specifics. I'm not going to go too far into it. I don't want to keep this very long. But the reality is, is that when you listen to these conversations, one of my biggest things, I actually wrote this down, was that they use the word like so much. I mean, I know that I use the word like occasionally because I will give it a parallel. I'll take a story or I'll take a topic or I'll take an idea and I will give it a, a parallel by saying, you know, I'm really mad. Like, you know, when you go to the deli and they you pull a number and then suddenly the next number they call is a number after yours. That's that's the parallel I'm making. So this this idea that I have is like this one. That's what the word is for. Well, in, in this show... Uh, we, we watch it with closed captioning on. We actually have the sound on as well, but we actually have closed captioning on just because it's kind of, you know, we don't want to have the volume too loud or whatever. But the point is, when you actually see it, the, I, I saw a sentence last night. Last night, I saw a sentence from a woman who was speaking to Peter and the word like was in there four times. Four times. I don't understand 
unless you are, I, I mean, I guess if you have a stutter, I understand, and I'm, I'm, I am open to that. But this is just crazy. I don't know. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Also, there is one girl on this season, so I, I won't get into every single person. I'm not going to go too far into it. This is about I'm going to wrap up, but I'm just going to say my soapbox is that this show is ridiculous, and I'm torn because I, I think it's it's way off the rails and somebody needs to be stopped and I don't understand how anybody can function on this. I always joke with Cassandra this and I say that I I would be lousy on this show because the first time I saw tears, I think part of me without anything actually happening, I would kind of just go, "Okay, you have to go home. Do I have to wait to the rose ceremony? You need to go home. You are you are crying right now and I don't know why you're crying and it doesn't make any sense why you're crying." Did somebody are you hurt? Are you did you, did you lose something very important? Did your grandmother die? I don't understand. Why are you in tears right now? Uh, anyways, it's just uh, I, I, I get I get so crazed by it. But that is uh, that is sort of my deal. But oh, I was gonna say the, the same time I I I don't I don't think I would do well on the show. I also understand why it's good TV because at the same time and I'm torn because it's like I wouldn't understand it, but. It is like a, 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 a garbage fire, a dumpster fire. It really is. And I'm not saying I walk around the city looking for dumpster fires. But if you were driving by and you saw a dumpster just ablaze, you wouldn't be like, Ugh, I might hang out here for a second. This is kind of interesting. Obviously hoping that nobody gets hurt, yada, yada, yada. But it's crazy. Speaking of tears, the last thing I'm going to say on this is, I, I mentioned it before, but the last thing I'm going to say is the tears. There is... There is a, a plethora. There is, I don't know, they, they all must be hydrating very well because I feel like every time there is any interaction at all, there's one girl especially, and I don't know her name. Some of you people who actually watch the show, some of you listeners are, are actually probably know who I'm talking about. And it may be even a couple people, but there's tears all the time. All, what is with the tears? I don't understand the tears. I, I don't know. I, Cassandra always says that I'm a robot because I don't I don't often cry. And it's not a masculine thing. It's not a thing where I'm trying to be tough or whatever. But there are often situations in life where people are crying and I go, I don't know why they're crying. I just don't understand it. But I definitely don't understand it when it comes to some of the circumstances that are in The Bachelor. Um, it is it is off the walls bananas. Um, it's hysterical. I believe, honestly... 90% of people, uh, uh, men, women alike, I think the 90% of the people who watch that show probably agree with me and they, they will at the same, with the, in the same breath go, I like the show and then say, and it's completely ridiculous. That's why I love it. It's sort of, it's sort of the TV culture at its most ridiculous and there never is a, there, there's never an end to the ridiculousness, if you will. And now they've obviously they've got Bachelor in Paradise. I guess they're going up to Canada or something like that. I mean, they're going to bat- what's next? Bachelor at the DMV, you know. And we're going to have we're going to have uh, Bachelor on a cross country flight. Um, you know, just, just compress it down. Just have everybody just Bachelor this, Bachelor that, or Bachelor at this. It's just it's ridiculous. But in all, in all, I'll wrap it up by saying obviously everything I've said I believe, but I will tell you what. Uh, probably when the next episode comes out, I'm going to watch it because here's the last, I already said this is the last thing, but no, the, I'll close with this. If you haven't watched it, watch it. You, 
once you get probably once you get a full episode under your belt in a season, the the most crazy thing happens is suddenly you go, well, now I have to see what happens. And I think that's where everybody is, is they go, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Wow, this is awful. I can't believe I'm watching this episode ends and you go, I have to find out what happens. This is too ridiculous to not watch. And so with that, that is the end of my rant. I will let it go. Um, I think I might actually start a podcast called The Guy's Perspective, which probably nobody wants to hear. I'll name it something different so people don't get frustrated with it. But basically, I think that there's probably a lot of things in the world that I don't understand that I think I maybe want to understand. And maybe I'll do that. And I'll start watching it or I'll participate. And then I will give my perspective as if anybody really cares. Um, But uh, yeah, so... That's mine. Let's move on and let's hear what some of the other guys have. Nice. Alrighty. Good casting. Nice shot. I was watching the best, like, uh, dunks from the dunk contest last night. Was so that YouTube. on? It is a YouTube clip. Oh. When is the All-Star game? Oh, it's right after Don't Care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's about right. And, uh, <laughs> some of the dunks are just, like, it's like they like it because of the force that they do it with. Uh-huh. Right. It's not like... Anything like, spectacular. He, did, he dunked it. Right. It's no Vince right. Carter where he puts the shirt over his head, comes from the baseline, and goes under his leg and dunks it. No. I, well, I, that was probably number one. I only made it to about eight out yeah. of 20. Mm-hmm. So. Did you see the one where the dude jumped over the car? Wasn't that a thing? Yeah, that was Blake Griffin. Was like, what kind of car was it? Um, again, I think it was a Kia Dunker. Kia? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So we're picking up this this episode about halfway through because this is the soapbox episode. Is it? And I have already recorded mine. And it's good. It's better than mine. It's the first one. Mine went a little long. Duh. Because I was one. Hey. I was sitting at home and I was just recording, and I was I soapboxed. That's about why he told us five to seven minutes. He's so have thirty, 30 minutes of Greg and like, five to seven of us. Like, listen, we're gonna need more of me. And I'm just kidding. So this is uh. No, he's not. This is part two of yeah. part yeah. of the soapbox episode. Did we name our second episode <clears throat> part did? Yeah. And then we're sort of morphing into the one with uh, like which is sort of better. Like friends which is better? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've done yours. I have. I have gone off on the so bachelor. We're supposed to. Ooh, the bachelor. Box. Okay. Just it's just a chance to, you know, just. Uh, it's like Festivus. For the rest of us. Air your grievances. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't have to be grievances. It could be like, hey, we should have. We should all. We should all smile more, or we should all whatever. It could be a positive thing we too. Smile I'm really happy about. I want a soapbox about you, how happy. Do you know I how am. soapboxes work, Greg? <laughs> They're <laughs> usually not very. There positive. is the one crazy person in town who brings a soapbox in the middle of town, stands on, and goes, "I feel great. Yeah. I'm smiling. I'm so happy. You guys should be too." So mine was on The Bachelor, the TV mm. show, because I watched that pile of trash. Why? You'll have to hear it. It's Did you watch like a show for the soapbox? Well, or do you watch the people show? have just they just yes. if somebody's listening to this they just got done hearing Somebody. me explain this but I feel what happens when you watch one episode is when you first start watching it you go I cannot believe I'm going to be watching this and then as it's happening you're going I can't believe I'm watching this garbage and then it ends and you go I can't believe it's over I got to see what happens because this is like a this is like a train wreck <laughs> yes Cassandra All describes it as a as a dumpster fire. <laughs> 
thought you said it was a tire fire. You're just like, oh my gosh. Oh. A few episodes ago, you called it a tire fire. Would you make up your mind? It's a fire. It's a fire. It's a fire in a weird situation. It's not like, oh, it's like a campfire. Well, that's common. That's have to enjoyable. Admit, like, what was it? Joe Millionaire. Yes. Season two. There was a second season of that. Yeah, it was. Those crazy girls or something like that, and yeah, that was. My ex was watching it, and I, what are you watching? And then I, you know, I stand there for a second, and then pretty soon I'm sitting down on the couch for a second, and, and pretty soon I'm like, hey, turn on the next one. In <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pile of trash. I met absolutely Modesto the other day. Did you? Do you know them? I, I don't. Oh, they didn't mention you, so well, probably not. Weird. <laughs> it's about the size of Boise, like. Well, you know, 200,000 plus You'd figure people. with all the people that I that say they're from Modesto that I would come across somebody eventually that knows you. Do you Maybe. know anybody that's moved here? Nope. Not intentionally. <laughs> yes, I do, actually, but they've moved here before. They moved here with me. We rode together. No, my buddy Buckley that I used to work with. Or, I mean, I still work with him, but yeah. we worked together in Modesto. Oh, okay. He lived in Turlock, technically. But you both transferred for work. Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> does Buckley listen? Uh, no. Does Buckley know sure about this? I think so. Okay. Buckley, I still have random people at work you. come up and be like, "Bro, I just heard." Yeah. Like, what? That's crazy, huh? What? You have a podcast? I'm like, oh, hmm. yeah. We're here now. <laughs> Almost, huh? Next so, month. Now we have to renew our website. Oh boy. Do it every year? Yeah, it's like 10 bucks. Visit the website. It's good. Merch. Buy. Yeah. Shameless perch, plug. Perch the merch. Perch the merch. So, do you have a soapbox, Alex? Kind of. Did you bring something? Are you prepared? Because we this all know sun. James is going to have to spend the next 10 nothing. minutes thinking of something. So, you go first. <laughs> Don't expect James to participate because okay. he's going to be thinking of his. The examples that I'm going to use are just examples for the purpose of explaining what I'm going to get into. I feel like but you didn't actually do any of this yourself. Prefacing, okay? <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I can eat my burrito. When I start to talk about stuff, sometimes I have it going differently in my mind. So, bear with me. Why do you have a bear with you? Because it's my nickname. Or it was. It's in my pocket. <laughs> Your nickname was Bear? Mm-hmm. You knew that. You remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep that. should be my nickname. Don't let me derail you. Yeah. Should be your what? Should be my soapbox. Was thought he said something totally different. Oh, no. I did not. Okay, did. anyway. <laughs> so, you brought up, Greg, the, like, here's some ideas on what you could soapbox about. Uh-huh. And one of them was, what was it, like, negativity in... Social media. And I believe right? one of them was was it extrapolating? Extrapolating. <laughs> was it like that? Was it something that, um, that I'm, effect? I, that could be one. Yeah. So I'm gonna call not just individual people out, but people that post stuff on certain days. Okay. So about a month ago, we had was it Civil Rights Day. Now isn't that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Growing up, it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So people would post. They changed that. They did. They call it something different now. Regardless, people would post on there. That's their, my soapbox. People stop changing stuff. Stay Pluto. They stay. <laughs> Pluto. <laughs> no. Pluto. We talked about it. Thank you. Right. You're not. You're out of it. Oh. 
Okay, sorry. You right. know what's great about Greg's soapbox? Nobody was there to interrupt him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's glorious. Unless you're playing Holmes Hospital. <laughs> dog. It's my dog. I was just told he didn't bark. Tank. <laughs> yeah, the whole soapbox. He's like, you know what I can't say? Tank, get down. You know what I can't stand? <laughs> Put, drop it. Drop it. All right, so they, they named the civil rights. Okay, so that's not the soapbox. People will post quotes or pictures or think, thankful things about Martin Luther King and what he did and he, how his vision of equality was, sure. you know, there and it's still there. So they're, you know, posting this and it's positive. It's fantastic. And then just a couple of days later, they're bashing all these people. They're upset about these things. They're calling out people just because of what they believe in or what they... Mm. And it's just like, so why is it okay and good that you post something positive on the day that we observe a person like that. And you forget And then the rest of the year is just junk. And it's garbage. And you know, it kind of it kind of takes you back and I'm going to I'm going to tread on this as lightly as I can. When 9/11 happened and then the weeks and the months after that, how unified it seemed that we all were as a country, right? You know, it's us against them, you know, how dare they do this? And then an election comes around and everybody's against each other again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Are for you saying that. Never mind. It's down that route. It's just. I mean, I just. I, I guess I don't get it. What I would like to see is people not forget about 9/11. People not forget about the, the positive, three days the positive ago. things that have happened or have been said or whatever that brings us all together or should bring us together, and growing off of that rather than. You know, okay, a vote didn't go the way that it needed to, and somebody tore up a piece of paper, and now everything is divided again. Right. I just don't get it. Yeah. You know, and you think it's somebody tore up a piece of paper? Well, I mean, I'm going to go into the details. But to me, well, it's she's just, from California, so we we gotta just we gotta factor like, in a, so we a little ex- bit of so we should expect her to move here when she retires. A little bit of mental <laughs> handicap in there. She's just waiting. She we should expect her to move here when she retires. But. See, it just, but they wanted, like, they were demanding that they take that video clip down. Of her, who was Hurricane? The, 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 from where? I don't know. Isn't it everywhere now? How do you take it down? Like, it's not like they posted it on the about, Nancy the Ripper is her name. How about you go to her and you say, hey, Nancy, maybe you shouldn't do that anymore. Maybe you should not act like a child. Maybe you should solve the problem instead of trying to How put many pages on was it. this thing? If I was in a. If I was in a <laughs> Can you imagine? No, it was like she's like, she had, no, she had like, to do it in <laughs> sections. She, like, she had a whole bunch of She would put some down and she couldn't tear because she's so frail. She, like, she had to rip like a. She was like five. Mr. Burns trying to do it. She does it a couple times because she has to grab chunks of the speech because I'm sure the speech is written you know, is that the only font. copy of the speech no it's the, so. one that, it's the one that he gave I actually her, think the speech the... was written in crayon <laughs> like yeah. Joey Tribbiani wrote it <laughs> it's just he uses the, the keep saying it's the thesaurus the book with the words if I if I'm in if I'm in second grade and kids are doing a class project and they hand out a handout as part of their presentation and then at the end of it I go <laughs> I am I'm in the principal's office mm-hmm. and I'm grounded or my parents are involved because that's unacceptable behavior for but a second that's the grade. Problem. But there is All we no want to do is take office. the video down. We don't want to actually fix the issue. Oh, Nobody right, wants to right. go to her and say, "Hey, look, straighten out. Stop acting like a child." Right. Isn't that I guess the the hard part for me is if stuff like that would happen in second grade or stuff like that would happen at work. Mm-hmm. We'd be in the principal's office, we would be reprimanded or fired or, you know, if this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff happened in, like, the normal workplace. Right. 
We can't behave this way. One of all, we should not behave this way. You're fine. But we can't behave this way because we understand what's going to happen to us if we do. Right. If but I hand a guy a, dis a discipline to sign and he rips it up, yeah. I'm gonna, can I have your badge? Let's go. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, that, that's super disrespectful. It's right. Anyways, but it, not not, any, not not to get into that as the reason of my soapbox. I'm just saying that. Don't be positive today and negative tomorrow. I understand that emotions can come into this kind of thing, but right. don't say that we're all equal and we're sad and this and this and this, and then bam. Right. You know, and... Well, yeah, to so your point, what he's saying is never forget 9-11. Stop being mean to him on social media. <laughs> um, no, I, to your point, I agree. And you know the weird thing is for me is I think that there's... I feel like 90% of people I talk to all know that social media is the big problem. It's the devil. Mm -hmm. It can be used for good. It can be fun to connect with family and friends. But And a lot of people do use it. I mean, some people do, but there, we use it for good. there's a bulk of it that is just awful. And everybody seems to know that. And I wonder, why is it still such a... Like Cassandra and I, we, don't, we won't post anything political on there. Just because we realize this is not the forum for that. Sure. 100% not the forum for that. But you know, the other thing is I heard that Facebook's algorithm, it actually runs and is designed, and not maybe, it's designed to get to get interaction. Mm -hmm. And what the algorithm, algorithm has found is that identifying or making you mad gets way more interaction yeah. than making you happy. Right. Yep. So just by, I mean, it's not like Facebook's out there so that let's just piss everybody off, but they said, the algorithm they said it, so, so I was like, interact with it. Well, people are interacting more. It's learning and going, oh, you're in yeah. people interact more mm -hmm. with stuff that's opposite of what they see. Which AI, is, AI, and I think it just throws everybody up into a frenzy. Yeah. AI learning. Yeah. So basically, Terminator. Right. Yikes. Yeah. Cybernetic organism. Right. Yeah. Living <clears throat> tissue over metal exoskeleton. So you guys awesome. are not going to remember this episode of The Simpsons, but it may have been like a Treehouse of Horror episode where Lisa had, like she... Like, a little hot? Coffee's hot. Coffee's yeah. hot. Pot of God. So anyway, Bart had somehow created some sort of shock on Lisa's petri dish of something, and it he had shocked it, and it started to grow, and it grew into a civilization and evolved right. and everything. You remember that episode? I do. Anyway, there was part of it where Bart was tormenting Lisa, which happens quite a bit. Yeah. Anyway, he runs in, and I think he like puts his finger on it, and it's like, mm, and he laughs, and then he runs out of the room. That is just like what posting on Facebook is like. You come in, you're like, eh, and then you run. I mean, it's just, it's just you like you log off and you go, ah, you take like, that. Let's see what they say. Now they're not, but they don't stick around to see what the, what it's going to be until later. And so, it also makes me think of Carmelo Anthony. I'm going to call him out. I'm sorry, if you're ever in Boise or Meridian, well, visit our show. He's not coming no, on the show. There was there was a fight in the NBA, and when I say fight, <laughs> something had happened, and he pushed or punched somebody, and then he ran away. And it's just like. If you're gonna say these things, you're not you're doing it to get a rise, you're doing it to let people know what you think, but you're not sticking around and have a conversation about what you Face think the music. other individual's right. point of views are. You're just throwing it out there to see what people either add to the stickiness on the wall or try to get it off there. It's way easier to put gas on the fire than to put it out. Right. Well and the idea of sticking around for a conversation, Facebook is not the forum for that. So that's why again it's not it's not the place for it. And ninety percent of the stuff that's probably said like that, like that's you know, poking or causing problems. If they were in front of you, to your face, they'd probably be a perfectly reasonable human being. They just get, we all get some sort of a sense of, occasionally, or some people get a sense of like, it's sort of, you know, fake confidence when they're online. It's just them and a screen, and like, I can say whatever I want. Anyways, well good, we'll s One more thing. Glad you got that off your chest. One more thing. 
people need to be more sensitive on when they talk negatively about people because they never know if the person they're saying it to knows that person. You ever run into that? Yeah. I didn't even follow it. Okay, so for example, <laughs> James, if I was talking to you. You don't know that I know Greg. Okay, so you don't know that, that we have a podcast named Greg, right? Because I don't know him. Yes, but you know. Him. But you don't know that I know him. Right. Gotcha. So <clears throat> they don't know that we know they know we know. So what happens is <laughs> you start talking about Greg, oh, and, I'm sitting, and I'm sitting and, and I'm sitting here going, "You have no clue if I know this person or not." Yeah. So what gives you the right to talk about this person the way that you are? That's true. That's Opinions. Tough. Which are all factual. I have the right to say whatever I want. <laughs> They're all factual. Unless a liberal college kid doesn't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> then I can't. Then I guess what do I we can because I'm a professor Smiles. at this university. And when do we take want my it? Job. No. <laughs> <You guys> are, <laughs> actually, that's going to be my next uh, soapbox. It's college. College? Yes, say right. College. It's useless. Anyways, okay. That was one of the only halfway decent commercials, the Pac to Kyle one. It's my Pac. I did like the Groundhog Day one. That the Groundhog one Day one was great. Brought me back. That it was very was nostalgic. Really Plus, we just done that video. Right. That was fun. All right. You How feel we good? Feel this good? Is my turn. It was yeah. way longer than five to seven minutes. Yeah, I have mine will last five to seven minutes because I don't think anybody's going to want to talk about this. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna tread real lightly. Eggshells. Okay. <clears throat> First of all, on eggshells, they no. Hurt. I just want to say, lots of love and respect out there for Kobe Bryant and his daughter, but there were seven other people on that helicopter, mm-hmm. so don't forget about them as well. Yeah, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. And the other one is. Side note, so, real quick. Yeah. Did you hear what his wife, what Kobe Bryant's wife, did? She Hopefully put together this really awesome. huge, hugely awesome. Okay. She did something. I gosh, I wish I knew the details, but it was something about she she did some like an auction or like a, basically a fundraiser yeah. for those families. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So awesome. she's leveraging the fact that everybody's focused. Because on her. I'm sure if Kobe was still here, he wouldn't want everybody focusing on him. Like he would. Yeah. Right. Right. He right. would be like, hey, there was other people in that house. Right. Also, because he knew them and was obviously you know friends with them. Yeah. At least acquaintances, but. So, along those lines, I know you said nobody wants to talk, whatever. So, it just, not to get deep, but it does make you understand that you could be driving home from here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were 100 feet from, from calm air. Yeah. Oh. So, like 100 feet up, which is 30 yards-ish. Mm-hmm. Up. And for no, a helicopter, that's exactly thirty yards. Thirty-three point three three three. That's a meter. What? A meter is three foot. This is three point whatever feet. Like a yard is three feet. So thirty yards is ninety feet. Right. So, so I'm saying that a hundred feet is thirty-three point three three whatever yard. Yeah. And regardless, I'm for, a hel- for helicopters, it's not Ooh, very computers, <laughs> lasers, <laughs> um, math. But what I'm saying is, we, yes. we could yes. die when we're 90, we could die when I we're couldn't 40. Have, I could have not made it to coffee this morning. You guys are super bumming me out. No, we're, <laughs> it's, it's realistic. But it's true, though. You don't know the date. I tend, yes, it is realistic. It's also realistic to go, you know what? There are people dying every day of hunger. And if we spend all our time on realistic stuff, I'm not living in a fantasy world. I just don't acknowledge the stuff that I can't control. Well, no, that's no, what I'm saying. We, we can't control it. Right. 
Yeah, that's his point. Oh, so maybe we leverage that into being grateful for what we have and stop saying mean crap on Facebook. I've been trying to do that Boom. a little bit more. Segway! Boom! Yeah. You like how I tied it all up in a nice little bow? <laughs> Put my bow on that. All right. So, okay, Kobe Bryant, then the next thing. <clears throat> the next thing was, this was, this one's kind of for my wife, and it will also need to trade lightly, but I think I can take care. I think I can do it. So, because I'll use Francis Chan as an example, which okay. I don't know if you ever heard that dude talk, but he is legit. Who's Francis Chan? Francis Chan? Yeah. He's a pastor. Okay. He actually used used to have a mega church, like mega church. Right. Like, and I'll explain why he's legit in just a second because it goes along with what I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> so my wife was okay. Let's see. My wife was out somewhere enjoying an entertainment thing, a sporting event that my son was participating in. Sure. A, a pastor was there as well, sitting just a bit in front of her. Other, uh, what are they called, parishioners, that she knows are parishioners, would come up to talk to the pastor, like, oh, there's the pastor, let me talk right. to him because he's a VIP. As they are literally standing in front of my wife, completely blocking the basketball game. Like, I thought, I mean, like, you're being super rude and super inconsiderate right now. Right. So that you can talk to this, quote-unquote, VIP. And I'm not saying the pastor feels that he's a VIP. I just think that sometimes we make the mistake of putting our pastors on pedestals and right. he's an important person and da-da-da-da-da. No, he's a person. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a teacher and he has good speaking and that's why he's up on that stage telling you about the word of God but it doesn't make him any better than the next guy right so <clears throat> the soapbox is try and be considerate of people and stop yeah. putting your pastors up on pedestals as well because they are just people right with the same issues that you face every single day so and that's Francis Chan took his when his mega church became, we're here to see Francis Chan speak. He said, that's not what this is about. And he quit and oh. dropped his mega church. And he doesn't. He was like, you're coming for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So this is obviously a problem. Yeah. So I'm going to. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So he does a lot of stuff on the right now media app that the church just gave mm-hmm. us. So if you want, you can check him out on there. Huh. He's, he's very intelligent, very good speaker and knows the Bible really, really well. Huh. So, so be nice up on your pastor. But just stop being inconsiderate of other people and, you know, you can talk to the pastor, it's fine, but remember there's other people around trying to watch a basketball game. Yeah. So, that's true. Anyways. And the problem is when you get all quote-unquote preachy like that, like, you're supposed to be a Christian, can't believe you do that, then people just look at you and go, well, I thought you were a Christian and now you're judging and blah, 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 and it's... It's a really it's yes. rocky ground. Yes, for sure. So <clears throat> nice. Ooh, way to bring right. the whole no. tempo down. <laughs> so I think it goes along with anything that we do. We have important people that come into the office, or you know, other jobs where these people are coming in, or you're visiting these people. They're still just people. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't like Bill you know, Gates. We shouldn't laugh 
louder or we shouldn't be politer or we should just be ourselves around people that are who they are because it's it's an image that we're trying to uphold or we're trying to massage an ego or whatever it is yeah I mean you bring up that point you know Keith is everybody knows has taken a step away I saw Keith at the gym one time and then I do set up with them. You know what we talked about one morning? How to fold fitted sheets. That's like, tough. Yeah. Guess what? He's but I just saw him, another person. I saw him. He's like, I just wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> we talked to the gym and and uh, and then it was a, a while later, and I kept seeing him a couple of times, and I would, you know, and then one time he said something at church because we always sit in the front row, mm-hmm. and I'm six three in the front row, and I were you know, whatever, but he said something during church that was about me. And he actually called me after service. He was like, "Are you okay with this? You, I'm sorry." I'm like, oh, "Yeah, dude, I, it's fine." Yeah. I don't. But it was like I don't have a. The, the point of that is not to be like, "Oh, the pastor called." But I mean, like, it's like he's a person, and he oh, said mm-hmm. something. And he's like, "Hey, buddy, I, I just said something about you, man." I don't like. It, it was an interaction that was very. It was the same as if you had done something. You're like, "Hey, you called me later." Sorry, I'm like, "Hey, dude, Greg, I said that. Are you out. good with that?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, it's fine." Well, part of what the, you know pastors do when they speak is they relate it to whatever it is that maybe we're going through or doing Life. a part of. Yeah. So I think it's good when it, it brings them off that stage or off that pedestal and just says, you are just a person just like I am. It is good to know you. It is good to be able to talk to you, but you shouldn't be the focus of why we go there. Right. Are you about to hit the clacker on them? What's that? Time up. Yeah. Well, I think that that's... We're trying to We've soapboxed format right we're doing uh because yeah, yours went a little long mine went a little long okay but uh so that was good that was the i hope everybody enjoyed our soapbox we might we might revisit this with these type of concepts later probably hopefully together well, we could do a whole soapbox we we're still gonna bring soapboxes right oh all the time sure. i mean that's that's, just, that's why we have microphones yeah. tammy and susan were very <laughs> that's upset. why i paid a hundred dollars for this thing <laughs> i think it was more than i want to be able to yell at random people that I don't see personally. So on that note, I hope we, uh, if you guys have any other suggestions or disagree with us, don't go on social media. <laughs> Send us an email. Call Middleagemornings at gmail.com. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tommy Touchdown. Brian, <laughs> double R. Tom, would you be more clear about what your plans are for next Did year? Did you see Tom Brady's sake? tweet on Peyton Manning's golf game? Yeah. About something like Peyton Manning's getting better at golf, and Tom Brady says he should be better. He's had plenty of time to play. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, on that note, have yourselves a good day, Facebook.